Let's welcome in the voice of the Packers. He is Wayne Larravee. Hello, Wayne. Hi, John. How you doing? Good. Hey, I want to start with a health question. So the bye week always allows teams to heal up a little bit. We know Aaron Rodgers will be bothered by the knee probably, at least to some extent, moving forward. A couple top wide receivers sat out the last week, the last couple of weeks actually, before the bye. How much healthier do you expect the Packers team to be as they head toward uh, Los Angeles? I think they'll get uh, those guys back. I, I really do, from what I can tell. Um, I, I would expect the two veteran wide receivers, uh, Gmo and, and Randall, to be back. And I also think, and this could be really, I think, an important player to get back, and that would be Jair Alexander, especially against a team like the Rams, who have, you know, they have tremendous speed on their receiving core. Yeah, Wayne, from uh, we know Aaron Rodgers didn't practice today, but uh, assuming that he will play, I, a lot is being made of the Packers being eight and a half point underdogs. Mike McCarthy, very famous for one of his lines that were nobody's underdog. If you want to go back a few years, how is this being treated in the locker room? Is it is it being viewed as a slap in the face? No, I think they like it. I think they uh, the players kind of like the Tremont Williams, especially likes the uh, underdog tag and likes to to be challenged by that. I mean, these are the Rams. They're 7-0. They're playing at home. They've just won three in a row on the road. Um, this is the best team in the league right now. Uh, I'm not saying they're going to be by January, but they certainly are right now. And uh, the Packers, prior to the bye, they weren't playing their best football. They know that, and uh, they're determined that they will play their best football going forward. See, these teams evolve as the season goes along. I'd hate to be in the position of the Rams, with the exception that they have great talent, but I don't know if they can hold that edge. Uh, all the way through the playoffs into uh, deep January and February to the Super Bowl, but we'll have to see. Are they more dangerous a team, the Rams, on offense or on defense? Well, I think on offense, they have so many weapons. They've got the top-rated passer in the league now in Jared Goff. Um, Robert Woods has tremendous speed. So does uh, Cooks, the wide receiver. And they're not going to have their third wide receiver in their uh, Cooper Cup because of a knee injury. It doesn't appear like he'll play this week anyway, but... They've got a lot of speed, and then they have the best running back in the game in Todd Gurley. Uh, you know, he's a little better than Ezekiel Elliott because he's a much better receiver. They do a lot of things. They're, they're well-coached, creative. Uh, they're they're going to show you jet sweep on almost every single play, and a couple of times they're going to hand it to that wide receiver or running back, and, and they usually get a big play out of it. You know, Wayne, I know there's been lapses on defense, but here we sit going into Week 8. You look, and the Packers are in the top half of the league in most defensive categories. I see good defense give up. 38 points week in and week out. The Bears gave up 38 points to the Patriots. And you, know, you just look at the scores throughout the the week, uh, the league on a given week. Everybody's given up points here. Greg, you can't, you can't base defensive rankings on yardage. Mike Patton was talking about this last week. He thinks that's the stupidest thing we do is, you know, rank these defenses on yardage. Defense today is different. It's not like the 2000s when uh, Baltimore had that great defense. It's not like the 85 Bears. You're not going to see those kinds of defensive numbers. That's not how defense is played in this new age of NFL football because the rules have changed, because they can't play it the same way. And it's not just the tackling of the quarterback. It's everything that goes on downfield. So defense today, I, I think where you've got to look at defense, are you pressuring the quarterback? Are you forcing him off his spot? Are you good in the red zone? Are you denying, uh, forcing teams to hit field goals instead of uh, you know, touchdowns in the red zone? Turnovers. Are you forcing turnovers? These are the things you look for in a defense. That's what ranks a defense. And then, of course, in the end, points allowed. Uh, that's huge. Wayne, so speaking of Jared Goff, how do you get pressure on him? I mean, Reggie Gilbert, Nick Perry, Clay Matthews, just not bringing a lot of pressure. It could be the first time in a long time that no one on the Packers ends the season in double-digit sacks. How do you ratchet up the pressure 
on this Rams well, offense. You know, and the, the here's the problem, um, John. It's you know Mike Patton can do some of the blitzing that he was doing right before the uh, uh, the bye week, and but against this team, then you're you're asking your players downfield, your cornerbacks, to cover one on one against this speed. I think that. The speed that, that uh, Los Angeles has on the outside forces you to play at least one, probably two safeties high, which means you're not going to be able to blitz with those defensive backs. You're going to have to get it from your perimeter people on the second level or on the defensive line, and you're exactly right. They've not been able to do that. If you go back, if you look at the Packers' stats for sacks, they, they look pretty good. 16 sacks are among the league leaders uh, in that regard, but the fact is if you watch the Packers, we all know they're not getting as much pressure on the quarterback as they would like. The voice of the Packers, Wayne Larravee. Thank you, Wayne. Have a great day, guys.